Hey, welcome back, everyone. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Little Monsters 3 by Jeff Lemire. Uh, Dustin Wynn is the interior art and the cover artist. Um, yeah, no, Jeff Lemire continues his story. Um, still a, very much a slow burn. Uh, he's telling the story of, of all these kids. It's a lot of characters to get into. So it looks like every issue has been one person at a time of who is who, where they came from, how they joined the group. Um, also, it, it does fit the uh, whole narrative of they're in a post-apocalyptic world. Not much is going on, right? Uh, the vampires in the other story basically so far have have been doing the same thing over and over every day, playing freeze tag, playing childish games, daring each other to jump off the top of a roof, uh, playing music, writing poems, who knows what. But before we jump into the whole overview of this story, I want to talk uh, about the cover. Um the cover is, it's got a red background. Uh, you got the um, Billy. He's, you know, his his mouth is is uh, covered in blood. He ate somebody. I guess eating is the right word, yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he basically had his first uh, real food in the last issue. That's how it ended. He went back to his uh, friends, said, hey, guys, this is amazing. You got to try this. Um, and then in front of Billy, we have this... Um, Stranger, this girl that we we saw in the last issue, she shot Romy, um, but she's got her bow and arrow. We don't know who she is, and spoiler alert, she we don't find out who she is in this either. Um, but I really like the cover. Uh, it really kind of shows a new side to Billy because all of the vampires so far have been pretty calm, regular kids, other, other than the fact that they're vampires, right? Um, but it does show that she's got some kind of animosity towards them. The, the red background with the like black shading of the of the buildings uh very ominous um but yeah that's a it's a good cover very Dustin Wynn like you look at this you immediately know that it's Dustin Wynn if you know anything about him so um yeah I I, I would say this cover is I want to say a seven and a half out of ten just because uh it's nothing that's you know automatically appealing like it's, it's not pulling me in um, immediately, uh, but it's not horrible artwork at all. It's just, it's part of the, far for the course for Dustin Wynn, basically, which is, it's a good, you know, it's not, it's not bad. So seven and a half out of 10. Uh, but yeah, we open the story in Orange County. Uh, Billy is there. He found some food. He's got some beans. Uh, we find out that it's a second pandemic. Uh, what, what was the first pandemic? We don't know, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, he found some food. Someone else is, like, outside of this building, sees that he found food, said, hey, man, like, why don't you share some? Billy immediately runs away, uh, and you see that he he's taking the food to his to his mom. Uh, his mom is sick, um, probably can't move. Uh, his bed is still in the bed. When he removes the covers from her, he's asking her, hey, come on, we get up. We got some food. She's dead. Unfortunately, this... Uh, <laughs> That's as far as she's getting in this book, right? Um, but, you know, of course, he's a kid. He just lost his mom. Um, he ran into the bathroom. I think it was the bathroom. I don't know. He has, like, a little tantrum, uh, throws the beans that he found, goes into this other room, um, you know, breaks down. And, and he's crying, and then he looks up, and there's a voice that says, are you alone now? It really does seem like this Dracula type person. I'm going to keep calling him Dracula. We don't have a name for him yet. So I'm going to keep calling him Dracula. But Dracula isn't going around just changing everyone he wants and eating whenever he wants. Uh, he, in, when we got introduced to Romy, 
he ate their their dad, um, thinking that the dad was alone, dead, dying, who knows what. And the only reason he turned Romy was because they were now alone. So um, it looks like this vampire, this Dracula, is being responsible with his powers in turning uh, humans. Um, but that's how Billy joins the group. He looks up, and then not only does he see Dracula, but he sees all of the other kids as well. Um, and then it flashes forward to to Billy today, and he again he's excited. He's like, guys, that was the best. It's such a rush. You just don't understand the feeling. They lied to us. It's good. Um, and people are, are they are having trouble uh, believing him. They're like, there's no there's no way that there's people in this in this world. You know, it's a post apocalyptic world. Uh, we're just waiting for Dracula to come back. Um, you're, you were supposed to be looking for Romy. What do you, where's Romy? And he's like, I didn't find him. I don't care. You guys need to believe me. This, this body is 20 minutes away. Let's go find it. Uh, so the rest of them, for the most part, they are interested in, in finding this body and, and seeing what Billy's talking about. So even if he's even, even telling the truth. Um, so I might get this next name wrong. Uh, if it is wrong and you're watching this, uh, let me know. If you know how to pronounce it, please let me know. Uh, Y-U-I. Yui? You? I'm going to say you just because it, it sounds like that's right. But let me know. You uh, is mad at Billy. He, she wants uh, to go find Romy. Everyone else is trying to find this body. But her and Lucas stay behind. Uh, and they actually... Eventually, they they leave and, and go find uh, or go looking for Romy. And then we go into the next panel and we see Romy with an arrow through their chest. Uh, this girl is saying like, "Oh my God, I, I didn't mean to!" Like she's she's scared. She just reacted, <laughs> and uh, Romy calmly pulls the arrow out of his chest. I'm sorry, out of their chest. Uh, I've noticed that they do have the pronouns for Romy to be them they. I am trying to to um, keep that in line, but I am tripping up every every now and then. But anyways, after they take off the arrow from their chest, uh, they just give the arrow back. Obviously, like any normal person, this girl immediately runs away. And says this person <laughs> just pulled the arrow out their chest. No cry, no nothing. Held the arrow back to her. So. She just wants to find her dad. That's what we find out, that she's looking for her dad. And that's when we get the heartbreaking news, basically, that the the guy that Billy ate is this girl's dad. Um, and she's trying to wake him up. But unfortunately, you know, it's just, you know, she's shaking a dead body. Um, and as she comes to this realization, Romy shows up behind her and, you know, she puts one and two and two together. And she's like, did you do this? What did you do to my dad? Romy pulls out a piece of paper that says, don't be scared. And exactly at that moment, Billy shows up. Uh, they, they don't see Romy and this girl, but um, Romy tells the girl to hide. So Romy immediately kind of already knows what's going on. Again, Romy was the first to be turned into a vampire out of these uh, group of children. Uh, so it seems like he's, there it is. It seems like they got a lot of control over their either their impulses, their want for blood, or maybe they don't even want blood whatsoever. I'm, I'm not getting any indication that that they are trying to feed on this girl at all. all. All I get is concern. So 
Romy hides this girl. Uh, then Billy shows, I think he's with Ronnie. I don't know all their names. I'm not going to even sit here and try to list their names. But he's with the twins, uh, one of the girls and one of the other guys. Um, and they just stare at this body. Um, but then we get a change of scenery again. We got you and Lucas. Lucas is the one with the guitar, by the way. If, if you're reading this and you forgot all their names, because there's a lot of people, uh, Lucas is the one with the guitar. Um, and it seems like he is trying to reassure you that uh, that it's gonna be okay. Romy is the the oldest of them, knows what he's doing, knows what they're doing, and uh, they're gonna find them. Uh, and from this conversation, it it almost you know you get that kind of well you know what there is a little panel where they're holding hands. So um, you know they've been living for hundreds of years. We don't know what kind of relationship they have if it's like exclusive, but it does seem like it's just Lucas and, and you are, you know, a thing. Let's just say that. Um, when we go back to Billy and the rest, they are feeding. They are just devouring this guy. They're biting into his arm, the neck. Uh, and the daughter is just watching all of this. Romy's not saying anything. It's a little heartbreaking to, to see that, you know, and, and uh, you know, when she kind of gathers her, her bearings, she looks over at Romy and says, what are you? And she kind of puts it together that they aren't what they seem to be. Obviously, they pulled a, a, an arrow out of their chest. Um, Romy just opens their mouth, shows their fangs, and the girl is, is scared, you know, and, and that's how it ends. It's to be continued. We get a little Monsters 4 and a little preview to the cover of next next week's so, so yeah, that's it. Um, again, it's a it's a pretty good story. It is captivating. It's just really slow at the moment for me right now. As soon as I finished, I, I was like, I turned the page back and forth. Like, is that it? That nothing really happened. You know, again, we get backstory. We get a new character that she could possibly lead these kids to an, another group of of humans to either find out what's going on or feeding frenzy. Who knows? Like we, we don't know how these kids are going to react. Now that they've got a taste for blood, how are they going to react when they find a group of people? Um, and, and lastly, we see that Romy has no desire to eat, to feed. Have they ever fed? Maybe. They are, again, they're hundreds of years old. Um, so maybe they fed for a while and then they said no more. Maybe they saw the end of the world and... and that's what caused the the the, the um, fasting on the feast. Who knows? Uh, but I am intrigued. I'll give this a seven out of ten because, again, it nothing nothing much happens. But I do want to read the next story. I can't wait for this first at least this first arc to finish to really tell me how good this is going to be because it is an ongoing. So I'm not. I can't at this moment see what the story is going to be about that that moves it forward. Right now, it's literally again like. I feel like I'm still reading the first issue of we we have a group of vampires and um, they live alone and I know nothing else. So uh, I'm excited to find out what the story is actually going to be, what's going to be driving this story forward. Um, but, but yeah, that's, that's the full review. Seven out of 10, not that bad. Um, let me know what you guys think. And of course, uh, if you like the, the video, hit that like button, 
uh, subscribe, share with your friends, all that good stuff. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.